How are you guys doing? This is the Hake Report. It is Thursday already, June 2nd. Happy birthday, 2022 AD. Stay tuned because the Hake Report is live and it's going to be a fun one, I think. Even though, uh, I don't know, it's a mess. It's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here right now in Los Angeles. Did you catch my uh, appearance on Modern Day Debate? I talked about, uh, I de- it was the far right on trial. I guess that's me. I don't know. I consider, I guess I would be, what am I, center right? Center left? <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about, well, I Debated against Jangles, this guy named Jangles, out of Kentucky. Um, against the LGBT mess, the race mess, and the gender mess. I've debated against that stuff. But, uh, ooh, I think I have this. I have a funny, funny, funny lynching ad to share with you. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think it's okay to show it. I... I censored it, so it is warning disturbing images ahead, I guess, right? And vulgar, sleazy Joe. I have a lot of sleazy Joe Biden clips and pics to share with you. And a classic funny clip, I think, of this black woman. You know, so entertaining. Hat tip to Big Bump for the tip. Although I did see it on Twitter a little bit. Um, So, uh, all that and your calls, you can call in, guys. But anyway... Let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. you guys doing? I am fine. Can you hear me, Odyssey? Press, press one if you can hear me now. Press two if you still can't hear me. <laughs> press two if you can't hear me. Press one if you can hear me. <laughs> what a mess. Uh, you know, Odyssey, they can never get anything right. We need to get on Cozy.tv. Shout out to Cozy.tv. <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm going to get to your super chats, guys. Oh, I guess I won't point out what, what shirt I'm wearing. It's, it's nothing remarkable. Well, you guys may remark on it. I wouldn't hold it against you. But it's Thursday already. Man. Um, <laughs> let me start right off with this funny clip, guys. This is, I saw this on Twitter. Twitter. I'm pronouncing my words like the Prime Minister of Canada pronounces his words. Unlike our so-called President, sleazy Joe Biden, who does not pronounce his words. He garbles and jumbles them together and sort of mumbles, practically. And he seems to be worse now than he used to be. I don't know if he used to be like this. Anyway, uh, this is clip 11. Warning! 
disturbing images. But I censored the body again, okay? So, you know, we had a manlier days than we have today, I would say. Wouldn't you say that our, our past was manlier than our present, by and large, here in America? Wouldn't you say times used to be tougher? Men used to be tougher? The measures taken against crime, alleged crime, I guess you might say, used to be tougher? Well, this is from a guy named Booker4KY. At least that's his Twitter handle. Charles Booker running for U.S. Senate. Black. He's a husband, father, son, community advocate, state rep. He slash him. This is a movement. The he slash him is a nod, as you probably all know already, to the uh, gender mess. You know, the imaginary, you know, the delusions of, ge- of gender mess. Because obviously you look at him, you can say, you can see that he's a, a grown adult male, if not really a man. But he tweeted this uh, video that I'm about to show titled, The Pain of Our Past. And he wrote, or somebody wrote for him, lynching is a tool of terror. It was used to kill hopes for freedom. In Kentucky, it was used to kill three of my uncles, he wrote. In this historical, what kind of uncles did he have that they lynched three of them? Man, those are some bad bleep uncles. But anyway, sorry kids. In this historic election, the choice is clear. Rand Paul. (laughs) Rand Paul, as you may know, is a libertarian. Uh, Son of Ron Paul. The great? Is he a great? Ron Paul? Um, Rand Paul seems like a hit and miss kind of a guy. I consider him a rhino. He's somewhat libertarian. Libertarian. Kisses up to blacks and other stuff at times. You know, letting them out of jail for... You know, I think he wants to legalize drugs and stuff like that. Anyway, Rand Paul may want to divide us, but hate, he's accusing him of hate, won't win this time. It's time to move forward. Forward. <laughs> Keep that in mind as, you're, as you witness this ad. Hopefully you can watch it, but if you're listening to the audio, um, <laughs> it has a rope. A noose. You know, those things that they use, put around people's necks to kill them. For, you know, executions. Usually, I think most executions were um, after a trial, but some executions were without any trial, and those were called lynchings. Extrajudicial killings, right? Extrajudicial executions. And it wasn't just for being black, but anyway, he says, it's time to move forward. Together. (laughs) You want to be together with this guy? Listen to this and watch this ad. Warning. Disturbing content. Listen to this. Here it is. Content warning. This video contains... The pain of our past persists to this day. To this day. In Kentucky, like many states throughout the South, lynching was a tool of terror. It was used to kill hopes for freedom. It was used to kill my ancestors. Now, in a historic victory for our commonwealth, 
I have become the first black Kentuckian to receive the Democratic nomination for U.S. Senate. My opponent, the very person who compared expanded health care to slavery. The person who said he would have opposed the Civil Rights Act. The person who single-handedly blocked an anti-lynching act from being federal law. Face. The choice couldn't be clearer. Do we move wow. forward together? Or do we let politicians like Rand Paul forever hold us back and drive us apart? Oh, yes. In November, takes off we page. will choose healing. <laughs> we will choose Kentucky. Charles Booker for U.S. Senate. <laughs> you have to love the, uh, the audio sound effects, too. You hear, like, the creaking branch and the tightening rope. <laughs> All loud. Rand Paul is great, says, uh, says Lord Luca Music. He has a mama face, says Germanic Spaniard. I hope that doesn't get, uh, make it so that kids can't watch my stream. Sorry, kids. Hope that wasn't too disturbing for you. I don't think it would be. I hope you win, Juicy. <laughs> Juicy Smollett. Jussie Smollett. Charles Booker for socialism. Yeah! That's the last thing we need, is this socialism stuff. Divide and conquer. Trying to scare the blacks. I don't think the blacks will fall for it, right? Or will they? Very entertaining, blacks. I love them. If I love anybody, I do love the blacks. Uh, yes, Rand Paul opposed the anti-lynching bill because it probably had some stuff in it that was unnecessary. Usually that's what the Demora Democrats, I call them demon rats. They do. They put unnecessary stuff in there. In fact, hate crimes legislation is evil. And I like the fact that Rand Paul would have opposed the uh, Civil Rights Act, if that's true. Nice. Whites got lynched too, says Ivana Spencer. Blacks committed lynchings too. According to one blog post that I read, and I don't know if it's true or not, but this is many of the blacks who committed the lynchings, you know, extrajudicial, extrajudicial killings of, of one another, I guess, they did not document what the person was or the alleged crime or the date because they were illiterate. They couldn't read and write. Whereas the whites would photograph and document what the alleged crime was. Even in their skipping of a jury trial, they were orderly, you know, kind of like how the, they claimed that the Germans were. The Germans very orderly, documented everything and all that stuff. So the only reason we have... Well, I mean, I think there were some so-called journalists slash propagandists, the evil NAACP, National Association Against Colored People. Uh, um, they documented some of the lynchings, too. But there were some lynchings that were documented by the, the people. And uh, with the alleged crime written down, I think. Because usually I think that they were for rapes, robberies, or murders. Whatever, you know? Alleged. Because they didn't necessarily... <laughs> they didn't necessarily... Uh, weren't necessarily convicted. Sometimes they may have been innocent. Who knows? 
But, you know, the men of the town looking out for the, uh, the community. Wouldn't that be nice to have that again? That aspect of it, right? Men of the town being men. It was funny. I have, I, I don't know if I have any screenshots from this. Let's see. I don't know if I do. Lynching. I have the lynching Charles Booker tweet. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, so. Ooh. There was a funny thing. Let me see if I can find it. I wanted to show that they should, that I caught this after the fact. I caught it late, granted. Oh, yeah, I found it. Okay, cool. I don't have it in the, in the folder yet, but I'm going to drag it into the folder. <laughs> a guy named Adam Cohen. Cohen, lawyers for good government. He tweeted uh, that Charles Booker made a political ad where he has a noose around his neck. Right? Does that make you uncomfortable? Just imagine how it made his ancestors feel. I'm dragging this screenshot into the folder because <laughs> I wanted you to zoom in into the particular uh, screenshot from the video on this screenshot. If America can't discuss the realities of racism, we will never achieve equality. Reads this apparently unchristian liberal, Adam Cohen, lawyers for so-called good government. But uh, he said, in this ad, it says, the, you know, the whatever, something, something, persists to this day. <laughs> to this day. What's the line? The pain of our past persists to this day. And do you see this screenshot in the main folder? I just dr- barely dragged it in. And it's a picture of the J6 makeshift art project mini gallows that wouldn't work. Is it called a gallows? Is it with an S at the end? That's a singular noun for it. You know the uh, thing where it shows it had this plastic rope noose thing that wouldn't hang anybody because you'd be on your knees on the floor of this gallows before the noose even got tightened. <laughs> but it's funny, it persists to this day. And, then, and that's not even a picture of a lynching. Uh, usually lynchings were not conducted on gallows. They were conducted on trees because you don't build a gallows for a uh, extrajudicial killing. Most of the time you build a gallows for, well, I suppose, you know, in the French Revolution, they were killing a lot of people, right? Not by hanging, but with the guillotine or whatever. I guess those people didn't necessarily face trials. From what I heard, who knows? (laughs) But he's pretending, oh, yeah, the J6ers, they wanted, that was for hanging black people, I guess he thinks. No, that was for Mike Pence. (laughs) That was for, which, I say that jokingly, they wouldn't really have done anything to Mike Pence. But that was a little art project. It wouldn't have ha- hanged anybody. That, the gallows are meant for orderly and proper pro- uh, executions, uh, presumably with due process, I say. You have to presume innocent unless proven guilty, right? Such as of treasonous politicians and not necessarily lynchings. Extrajudicial killings. Anyway. I just had to share with that. Um, that was funny. To me. 
Let me get to a call or two before I cover the <laughs> Joe Biden, who also, in his own way, he's kind of entertaining. Is he black on the inside or something? I think he is. But first, let me get to a first-time caller, Josh, in Salt Lake City, Utah. Josh, how are you doing? Good morning, James. Morning. How you doing? Doing fine, thank you. Nice. So uh, I'm getting a yeah, lot I'm of noise. What, are you shifting around or what? Yeah, let me sit still. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Sound better now? Yeah. Okay. It's my chair. I have a cheap chair. <laughs> oh. It doesn't sound like a, around it, it doesn't sound like a chair, but it could be a chair. Oh, okay. But go ahead. But I was just I was just calling about your debate last night. You did a really good job. Um you're definitely getting better. You're improving with every debate, so it's really nice to see. Cool, man. I appreciate that feedback. I couldn't tell how mm-hmm. I did, honestly. I wasn't necessarily yeah, it, dissatisfied with what I said. I, I said all that, that came to mind to say perhaps I could gain more clarity and toughness, but, but uh, I, you know, I, when you're in it, it's hard to judge it, and especially yesterday, I it ended and it was like, oh, we're, we're done already? Maybe because yeah. it was only two hours as opposed to these three-hour debates or four-hour uh, streams that I've been doing, you know? Crazy. Yeah, like some of them, like the hippy-dippy ones are just long. Yeah. They're too, so long. And- too, a bit, a touch too long for my taste. It's a, and it's with a those huge commitment. panels, you really can't, like, get anything... I, I don't know, the, those big, right. like, nine-person panels, it's almost pointless, because... Yeah, it's true, because there's a lot of fluff, know. because they just say a bunch of stuff, oftentimes it doesn't matter, or it's misguided. I do appreciate the opportunity to be, to be on those panels, because I, like on Hippy Dippy last week, I was able to say everything that I wanted to say, I think. Yeah, but get your name out there. It, yeah, and it stirs things up and it puts it exposes at least some people those people to the truth i think if i'm telling the truth <laughs> presumably but yeah yeah i appreciate the but input a few com- go ahead uh, i got a few little quick comments on it so the the funniest part was when uh jangles was like devolving as as the conversation went on and then he started calling you names and you dropped a uh, a roast on him and i thought it was funny cuz that's kind of not Typically what you do, but you, when you said, he said something about something being fake, and you're like, well, I think your marriage is fake. Yeah, that was funny. I, we, were, we were debating about, I was telling them him that, you know, these, these social justice types, the fake new civil rights movement, and even the old civil rights movement, wasn't about unity. They're tearing down the monuments of our great Amer- Confederate American heroes. And mm-hmm. he claimed that he made all kinds of spurious claims against the, the Confederate States of America. And I said that they had the right, according to the Constitution, to secede from the Union. It's in the Constitution. He's like, well, the Constitution is just a piece of paper. I'm like, so is your marriage. <laughs> because he, yeah. claimed, he claimed before that his marriage was real because it's on paper. And, and I'm like, that's, that's not real, man. But that's cool. That's funny. It was. I yeah, got and him. Then, and he's like, you did get me there. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, just the last comment is, um, so this keeps coming up in your, it was in your Hunter Avalon debate. It was in 
your debate with him last night, and um, it's like the the gay parenting, not and their argument is that it has no negative effect on the kids and all that. And a lot of these debates, I've realized you can't. Sometimes you can't argue from a secular worldview. Like True. if you go with their worldview, you can't argue them because right in their worldview, it's like they're right. You have to you have to come from um, from a Christian worldview to argue it. Right. But there is like some stats on the on the gay parent thing. We we know that if you have one gay parent, your chances of becoming gay increase. And if you have two gay parents, then it dramatically increases the really? chance that you'll be gay. Same thing with trans. Yeah. And if if you become gay, there's a forty percent suicidality suicidality rate increase really? for gays and like sixty percent for trans. So Wow. Are you it, serious? It doesn't it's... take a rocket scientist to figure out if you have two gay parents, then your chances of committing suicide go up. So yeah. Interesting, um, man. Yeah, it's so that's just like a little stat you could hit them with it and it's not even like you don't need a study. Well, you you ha- we have the studies, and you just use logic to put them together and right and figure it out. Yep, they like to blame the Christians and the lack of acceptance uh, for the suicides, but really, it's the weakness of the people. It's right. Yeah, there is a lack of love in the world, but uh, it's also the the lack of love inside yourself is what what really causes the suicide. The lack of confidence. And it's a lack of tough love. Right. Yeah, very true. We have a lot true. of soft love. Love with truth, not love with lies. It's fake love, what these people are yeah, about. Yeah, that agape. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that, Josh. Thanks for checking out the debates and good input. Yeah, thanks, man. I like the show. Uh, I've been watching for a long time. First time caller. I was hoping to get some good um, hold music, but <laughs> you guys don't have the elevator music. Right. <laughs> it's just me. Just me in the background. When you call and you get on hold, you'll hear my voice or whatever's going on on the show. Appreciate yeah, it, Josh. Do call me again sometime. All right. Take care, Hank. You too. That's cool. Let me get to some Super Chats, guys. Quite a few came in from Streamlabs.com slash The Hank Report. Uh, let's see. Evgeny Crosby gave a Super Chat making an allegation. Marcus Jones is celebrating Pride Month with the Hake Report, la la la, by watching the Hake Report, because I'm not celebrating that mess. It's it's not good. Nothing to be proud of. Pride um, comes before the fall, as I saw was the title of the crypto report yesterday, I think. And then uh, Corlick, but thank you, Evgeny Crosby. Corlick states... Anglos, Germanics, and Nords are all white. Thank you, Korlik. Stephen Absolution asks, Why don't you consider Italians white apart from Christopher Columbus? Who <laughs> I told JLP in, on the Jesse Lee Peterson show when he was talking with a caller today that uh, Christopher Columbus is the only white Italian. I was being facetious a little bit. But I do like to rib you guys, you Italians, because you have among you or in your past, y'all's past, (laughs) y'all were, how am I talking like a black or a southerner? You guys were uh, mafia, Catholics, 
You weren't real normal Americans. Plus, you guys have like the Moors. Moors? M-O-O-R-S? Which are the blacks, darks. And so you guys are mixing. And it's just... You're not waspy enough for my taste. But we still love you. Yes, I love the Italians. And some of you are, have become true Americans, I guess, at heart, in your heart. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've had problems with the Italians. We've had problems here. Crime, sometimes. Um, frequently, they're Democrats. Frequently, they will get caught up with being I- their Italianity rather than being American. And I appreciate them fighting for Christopher Columbus statues because I'm not f- for those people tearing down the Christopher Columbus statues. Columbus, I don't think he ever landed on, in the United States proper or, you know, uh, North America, but whatever. Appreciate his accomplishments. He is or was a hero before he died. To this day, he is a uh, late hero. To this day! And many other Italians are great people. Uh, Joe Arpaio. Isn't Sheriff Joe Arpaio an Italian? Indeed. Nice. Same thing with Irish. Those aren't normal whites. Catholics. They fight. They drink too much. Basically like white Mexicans. <laughs> anyway, I'm just having fun with you guys. Just having fun. All in good fun. Thank you for the support, Stephen Absolution. Our Italian brother. See, I love, I love people of color. I love Italians. Ev <laughs> uh, Jenny Crosby says with the super chat, Charles Booker, the, lynch, uh, the lynching campaign ad maker, of course has hot sauce in his purse. So says Evgeny Crosby. You know what other Italian I like? Tony Castle over there on the Wrecking Crew. I appeared on, the, on Asmodor's stream last week. Last Saturday night. <laughs> Forget you, Hank. This is BLM Crooks. <laughs> uh, and Tony Castle was co-hosting. Shout out to Tony Castle. He is Italian, right? Or part Italian. I think. Christopher Columbus says taking care of business bear was from Genoa. That's northern Italian. That's 100% white. It's southern Italians that we had the Moors and the Mafia and whatnot. Southern Italians, to this day, don't like northern Italians. To this day! (laughs) Yeah, never trust a Sicilian when death is on the line. Ha 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 ha. Ha ha ha. That's, That's a... Christian joke from that Christian-friendly movie. You know what I'm talking about. The Princess Bride. Anyway, that's enough horsing around. That's enough monkeying around. We need some more content, right? Let's not get carried away. I think... Anyway. This is gross, vulgar, fake, Catholic, sleazy Joe Biden, who is not Italian. This is a... Screenshot from President Biden, so-called POTUS, P-O-T-U-S. I hate these. Don't hate kids, but I hate these uh, abbreviations. POTUS, SCOTUS, FLOTUS. Dumb. Just tearing away the dignity of America. 
that's president of the United States, P-O-T-U-S. He tweeted, during Pride Month, we honor the resilience. I'm presuming that he even tweeted this. Actually, I'm not presuming that he tweeted this. I think a, an intern tweeted or, or somebody. During Pride Month, we honor the resilience of LGBTQI plus people who are fighting to live authentically and freely. We, are, we reaffirm the LGBTQI plus rights or human rights. And we, re, we commi, recommit to delivering protection, safety, and equality so everyone can realize the full promise of America. And of course, Dylan Burns, that guy, that guy, that 21-year-old whom I've had on my show and he's had, on my, he's had me on his show, liked that tweet. Lame. 445,600 suckers liked that. The uh, Jesse Lee Peterson had him on the fallen state, too. <laughs> With the Ukraine flag and the... And the... Bloop flag. The fake rainbow. Not God's promise. Not that rainbow. Anyway. That's sleazy Joe Biden. <laughs> and I saw this clip from the Libertarian, that's a Libertarian, Party of Tennessee. They tweeted, is this you? And I have this clip 12 from 10 years ago or 14 years ago or whatever. WSB chairman tweeted, I don't know who that is, but he wrote, they will, and this is from February that he posted this on Twitter. It's a 33 second clip. They will cancel Joe Rogan, a podcast host, for comments he made on his own show years ago, because Joe Rogan said the N-word and it was so funny, many, many times. Anyway, but then they make this openly homophobic person, oh gosh, the President of the United States. And it's, and these are clips of uh, younger, fatter, healthier, uh, more understandable, less mumbly, sleazy Joe Biden being sleazy and pretending that he's for actual real marriage, but he was faking all the time. Listen to this mess, this liar. Here's Joe Biden. I can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law. The Defense of Marriage Act, where we've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that. Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. Why do we need a constitutional amendment? Marriage is between a man and a woman. What's the game going on here? Do you support gay marriage? No. Barack Obama nor I support redefining from from a civil side what constitutes marriage. (laughs) <laughs> Look at his the bags under his eyes. Oh, man. It, he was significantly... He had more meat on those bones, on that skull. Perhaps a little bit less work done on his face. Not sure. Leave Joe alone. <laughs> who is this guy who almost looks like Joe Biden? Crazy, huh? He mentioned Doma. DOMA, the Defense of Marriage Act, which was done, I think, under George W. Bush, right? I don't know. Crazy. But yes, indeed, in 2007, I think, 2007, or at least 2008, but maybe 2007, Jesse Lee Peterson knew and called it 
Obama was for so-called same-sex marriage. Did you know that Obama pretended not to be for it? He pretended to believe, I believe a marriage is between a man and a woman. 2012, right before the election, I evolved. And the blacks were alienated, but they still voted for him. Suckers! Those who voted, anyway. So many of them may, maybe stayed home. Speaking of gay... <laughs> I shouldn't do that. Sorry, kids. I made it sound cool to, to mockingly say gay. Don't do that, kids. Unless you... Whatever. Right context. Time and place. Anyway, this is from this POTUS dumb tweet. <laughs> from May 31st, he met with this also fellow pro-LGBTQIA, so-called prime minister, female, living with her partner. It's a, it's a male. Living with a male. A female prime minister living with a male so-called partner has a kid or two with him. In office, she had a kid. How embarrassing. Your prime minister is a woman, and this woman gives birth while in office. Makes me want to spit. Uh, it was an honor to welcome prime minister... Jacinda Ardern of New Zealand to the White House for a bilateral meeting. We worked to advance the U.S.-New Zealand partnership and our shared vision for a free, open, and resilient Indo-Pacific, whatever that means. And look at that horse, can I say horsey face? I'm setting a bad example for the kids today. Uh, this woman, there's a couple of women, Joe Biden's a woman, don't spit, Hake. Uh, lame, you know who else visited the White House? Look at that, look at that face. (laughs) I mean, she's mildly attractive, but she doesn't belong being a politician. She should be home. Look at those teeth. They're big teeth. Anyway, uh, you know who else went to the so-called White House? What other un-American person went to the White House? Uh, BTS. That K-pop group. Thanks for stopping by the White House, BTS, says Joe Biden. Joe Biden, so hip. K-pop, that's Korea pop. It's like a boy band. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Grown adult males. At least they're wearing suits this time. But these girly males, Asians, went over from another country, and their fans are evil. They hate Trump. They hate whites. They hate Christians. They are not morally sound. Listen to this clip. I think I have clip 14. Let's see. I think I do. Here's Joe Biden saying, It was great to meet with you, BTS underscore big hit. Thanks for all you're doing to raise awareness about around the rise in anti-Asian hate crimes and discrimination. So they come over here and smear the whites. Even though it's not whites who are doing this stuff to them. I look forward to sharing more of our conversation soon. So listen to this, this like, not at all staged, not at all contrived, little off-the-cuff, totally professionally shot. (laughs) I'm mixing my sarcasm with 
accurate description. A little video skit of Joe Biden and these BTS young males who don't all seem quite morally straight, but I don't know. Um, Talking about hate crimes legislation, which should be abolished. Anyway, here is here it is, I think. Listen to this. It's an honor to meet you, Mr. President. Welcome to the White House. Come on up here. All right. <laughs> this is an important here, month right? here in America. A lot of our Asian American friends have uh, been subject to real discrimination. Hate only hides. When good people talk about it and say how bad it is, it goes down. So thank you. We want to say mm-hmm. thank you um, sincerely for um, your decision, um, like such as signing the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act into law. So we just want to be a little help and we truly appreciate the White House and the government's um, trying to find solutions. People care a lot about what you say and what yeah. you're doing is good for all people. It's not just your great talent. It's the message you communicate. It matters. It matters. The White House. Ding, 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 ding. The more you know. They all look confused. Biden included. <laughs> I know. Terrible, huh? They all look the same, says Jupiter. That's a hate crime to say that. Here's more contrived comments from Joe Biden. Last clip of Joe Biden, I think. Okay? Here is Sleazy Joe. I think this is, what, clip 15, is it? I forget. Let me, do, let me make sure I have it in the folder. Yeah, here's, here's clip 15. Contrived statements because, you know, today, this is unrelated to the Asian thing or the gay thing necessarily, I guess, or the Jacinda Ardern gun grabber thing. Contrived read statements from Sleepy Joe Biden and Dr. Jill Biden, first so-called lady. Jill and I wish your majesty a joyful platinum jubilee, kissing up to the queen, the queen of England. The 96-year-old matriarch whose grandchild married a half-black American woman and uh, broke away from the party, and then her daughter-in-law got killed in the car accident or something like that. Anyway, here's uh, Sleepy Joe being totally normal. This is so phony and contrived. Listen to this. Your Majesty, congratulations on your Platinum Jubilee. For 70 years, you've inspired people with your selfless devotion and service to the people of the United Kingdom and the Commonwealth. Throughout your reign, the relationship between the United Kingdom and the United States has grown stronger and closer than ever. Throughout the years, the joy your visits to the United States have brought Americans and your solidarity with the American people in times of tragedy have deepened the friendship and profound connection (laughs) between our countries. And Joe and I were so touched by the generosity and welcome you showed to us when we visited you at Windsor Castle last year during our first visit overseas as President and First Lady. On behalf of the people of the United States, we send you our best wishes to you and the people around the world marking this momentous and historic occasion. Congratulations, Your Majesty. And have a wonderful Platinum Jubilee celebration. Makes me want to spit. Your Majesty. Play that clip 12 one more time, the anti-gay clip from Joe Biden. Compare how he's talking. Just mumbling, spitting words out. 
garbling them together with this. Here's old Joe Biden. Better Joe I Biden. can't believe the American people can't see through this. We already have a law, the Defense of Marriage Act, where we've all voted, not where I voted and others said, look, marriage is between a man and a woman, and states must respect that. Nobody's violated that law. There's been no challenge to that law. Why do we need a constitutional amendment? Marriage is between a man and a woman. What's the game going on here? Do you support gay marriage? No. Barack Obama nor I support redefining from a, from a civil side what constitutes marriage. What a snake. A lying snake, but he could actually speak back then. Crazy. Anyway, that's enough of that. Let me get to Joe in Idaho, our friend. How you doing, Joe? Jake, I'm well. How you doing? Fine, thank you. Yeah, I just wanted to comment on uh, Biden having BTS at the White House. Yeah, that K-pop, <laughs> Korean pop group, boy band. Yeah, pr- yeah, that's smearing the whites because yeah, I mean they're not from America, so why are they here? talking about anti-Asian uh, hate in America. They're not from America. It would have been much more relevant for him to have uh, victims of anti-Asian hate crimes visit the White House to speak out about what's happened to them. My I think sus- the reason he doesn't want them there is because he doesn't want them speaking the truth about who's committing the majority of those crimes. Yeah. Which is black. Right. I, uh, I think that, too, um, I think, too, it's a, Obama was also all about the stars, the so-called stars, you know, the star power, celebrity. Mm -hmm. And so, too, is sleepy Joe Biden and his ilk. They, he probably has BTS fans in his so-called administration, you know? And they're mm-hmm. about, and the, and the people, the masses who allegedly voted for sleepy Joe Biden are suckers mm-hmm. for big names and stuff like that. It, it, it gets more views, you know? It gets more excitement. Ooh, BTS? Wow, my worlds are coming together. Sleepy Joe yeah. Biden, whom I was so excited to vote for, 81 million of us, and uh, BTS, yeah. which has so many fans. Um, yeah. It's like a, it's propaganda to, it is like what you said, they're not showing the, uh, the victims of these so-called hate crimes. But yeah. it's also, it's globalist, it's homolist, if that's yep. a word, and it is... It's propaganda, and it's... I, the only people I can think of who would be fooled by this are, like... I don't even know if junior hires would be fooled by this, but maybe they would. I think a lot of liberals <laughs> are fooled by it. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, but I also want to uh, state that if the Biden administration really took anti-Asian hate uh, seriously, uh-huh. they would not have dropped the lawsuit that was started under Trump against Yale uh, University oh. for discriminating against Asian applicants. I know. They, they dropped that lawsuit. Where's the lawsuit on behalf of the whites, the white men? Yeah. 
someone needs to start that. I don't know why. I, I, I think I know why. <laughs> I think the reason no one has started that is because everyone's afraid of being called a racist. Yeah. I mean, I... Because in our society, if you do that, you, you your life can be ruined. True. Uh, to yeah. a point, there's some truth to that, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a, It's a shame. And then anytime the whites speak out, they're like, Oh, stop being a victim. Give me a break. Yeah. That's so, such phoniness. And, In fact, that's all Biden was about. All, this was all victimhood. The LGBT stuff, the pride, there's a backlash against the Christians, right? Because the Christians and the sensible people, I don't even think you're a Christian, right? Would you, would you not, agree with I'm me that the LGBTQI plus stuff is mostly a shame? It's not something to it's be proud of. To shame Christians? No, they oh, are, yeah, it's, there's it, nothing to be proud of. About right. It. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, most of it should be they should be ashamed of themselves. Right. Yeah. And you're not even a Christian. No. So, and the same thing, Jacinda Ardern, dumb woman, BTS, the anti-Asian hate crimes, all victimhood stuff. And well, I guess that uh, kissing up to the queen. That's another loser. She couldn't even keep America. She does yeah. own. She does own <laughs> Canada. I hear. Shameful. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do have respect for the UK. So. Yeah, uh, where they're respectable but, anymore, but they're not so respectable anymore. You know. Yeah, they've gone downhill. Yeah. But yeah. it's a fair point, but, man. BTS yeah, at the also, White House. What a joke. Go ahead. Yeah, it is a joke, and of all, I mean, and of all people. I mean, get someone serious in there instead of, like, a boy-pop band, you know? Um, yeah. But, yeah, and they, whenever um, there's... Uh, whenever they get the opportunity to speak out against white supremacy, you know, like, for example, with that Buffalo shooter, my hometown, uh-huh. um, they, they, they won't shut up about it. But with, when it's blacks attacking Asians, they never mention it. Yeah, they, they they avoid talking about it. Yep, and blacks target the sitting ducks, and they they go yeah. after whites. Basically, if you're not black, you're white in in many of their minds. You know the yeah. So the Asians, the uh, yeah, they go after elderly people. They sneak up on people from behind. Yeah, so evil, terrible. Yeah, but but uh, liberals won't mention that. They won't speak out about it because in their minds, black people are all angels. Yeah. There was something else I wanted to mention about this, either the BTS thing or the Asian thing. Oh, yeah, all, all these BTS, it's a bunch of tokens. It's a bunch of tokens. Yeah. They're being used as props. Mm-hmm. And yep. they don't mind it because yep. they like the, uh, they're on an ego trip. The publicity. Yeah. Yeah. It'll make them more money in the end. Yep. And they hate decency, apparently, because their fans hate Trump and hate uh, election integrity and stuff like that. I remember BTS fans flooded some website that was meant to help preserve election integrity in some form, or at least it was aimed at that. I remember hearing these different... Twitter trends where BTS fans do this or that or this or that, and it's never for anything like good. It's always to like well, who, subvert. 
I mean, aren't there all their fans like 12-year-old girls? <laughs> I don't know, but there's a, a lot of them, I guess. I hear. Yeah. I mean, who cares what a 12-year-old girl has to say anyway? Yeah, but they, they flood, they, I don't know, they, they flood around and stir up mess. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, Joe, in Idaho. Take care. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. Okay, before I get back to calls, I got to show this classic black woman clip. This is funny. This is funny. I'm going hard on the entertainment value for you guys here. Hat tip to Big Bump. This is an article from Breaking 911. Witnesses said Missouri police shot an unarmed pregnant woman five times. Cops released this photo. And I think I have the photo. Yeah, there it is. And uh, it's from Breaking 911. And it came out yesterday, I think, June 1st. And if you zoom in on that, on that hand, it looks like she has a little pistol in her hand. A 26-year-old Kansas City woman, Missouri, been charged with exhibiting a weapon, a, a weapon, not a weapon, a weapon in her encounter Friday evening, I guess last week, with uh, Kansas City police officers, so said Jackson County Prosecutor Gene Peters Baker, announcing uh, yesterday. The news came after several media outlets falsely reported fake news, misinformation, that the black woman was unarmed prompting outrage on social media. And I have a picture of this woman who got this, who allegedly was brandishing this weapon, running from the cops, got herself shot five times, apparently survived because she's charged with a crime. So good for her. Uh, resilient black woman. Strong black woman. Liana M. Hale, age 26, faces unlawful possession of a firearm, unlawful use of a weapon, and the misdemeanor of resisting a lawful detention. Aw, pretty, pretty little black lady. Apparently not very ladylike, though. Pregnant, too. And uh, this is the funny part. This clip. Uh, this is, I got this from Storyful. And I slowed it down, like 10%, just so you can enjoy it, among other things. Police shoot a woman in Kansas City during a carjacking investigation, but fortunately, I am sparing you any footage, actually, I have no footage, of uh, the actual shooting, but here is a bystander, an alleged witness of the shooting who's insisting she witnessed it, and I think she might be black, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm lying. I'm sure. Because it's so entertaining. Two and a half minutes of pure fun for you. <laughs> I say pure fun. Am I? Anyway, here it is. Listen to this, clip 16, this woman. They shot her. 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 Oh my God, they shot her. Oh my God, they shot her. Oh my God, they shot her. Mama, they shot her. Oh my God, they shot her. Oh God, they shot her. Oh my God, they shot her. What the f- I ain't seen nobody like this if my daughter died in front of me. They shot her, y'all, they shot her. They shot her, y'all, they shot her. I watched it all. Y'all, please, they shot her. They shot her, y'all, they shot her, God. Oh, my God, they shot her. They still putting their handcuffs. What type of woman are you? You still putting their handcuffs. <laughs> 
Is that a woman cop? They still put their handcuffs after they shot her. My name is Miss Pratt. I'm from Arkansas. Look how they got her. It's 12 police officers. They shot her and put, they got her handcuffs while. A little bit more. They got her handcuffs while they shot her, y'all. Why they shot her? They got Deeper her handcuffs while they shot her, y'all. Why they shot her? Why they shot her, y'all? They got her handcuffs. I've never seen. I'm from our, I'm from Louisiana. I'm from Arkansas, but I I stopped here to get some gas, y'all, and to get some ice cream for my kids, y'all. My son just watched this. My one year old son just watched this. My ten year old son just watched this, and my thirteen year old son just watched this happen. The man ran. She was finna cooperate. She got scared. She ran down there. They shot her. One, two, <laughs> three, four. My son got it on his phone too. She was finna cooperate. They got her in handcuffs while she shot God. I'm a medical assistant, God. That ain't right. I'm a medical assistant, God. That ain't right. I'm a medical My assistant, God. That ain't right. My son in the store. My son in the store. My son is in the store. My 10 year old son is in the store. Yes, sir. I'm back. I'm back, sir. I watched that. My son's. Jacob, come bring my baby. Bring my baby. Bring my baby out that store. He ran in there to hide. Watch Bring for the cute baby. little black, the fat black boy. Care about my baby. Come on, Jacob. Don't get scared, baby. Come on. Watch Come for on. Jacob. He's so cute. Get in the car. Get in the car. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, I understand. They're kicking me away. She got scared. <laughs> uh, anyway, shout out to that uh, beautiful, entertaining black lady whose voice is perhaps deeper than mine. Nice. <laughs> Anyway, the question remains, did she, get sh did she get shot? How is this funny, asks Dees. I don't know. Blacks find a way. Don't you, don't you think? Don't you think, Joe from Phoenix, Arizona? How are you doing? Good morning, James. How are you? Fine. Morning to you. Good. I know it's not your show, but Jesse was saying how earlier that it was only white people who put this country, and I've heard you agree with that in the past. I've never I'm heard him say it was only white people? No, he just said it this morning. Oh, okay. Well, good for him. Nice. Unfortunately, Jason didn't have the intelligence to actually have actual facts to debunk that nonsense. So oh, that's nonsense. Yeah. You ever heard of Benjamin, Ban uh, Benjamin Banneker? I might have. I doubt that you have. Surveyor, author, inventor, literally designed and surveyed Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. That's literally building our country. Cute. That's <laughs> <laughs> way to minimize it, Jay. I'm not minimizing it, but you're minimizing the fact that like every founding father was white. Ever heard of every father. founding father? <laughs> uh, depends on what you're making about founding fathers. You ever heard of Prince Paul? Black um, guy? Maybe, founding I don't know. Father. Peter Salem? Black guy? Founding father. How about whites? White, this country was built by whites. And Jesse doesn't this normally say only whites. A lot of people. Huh? He said only whites this morning. It's built by a lot of people. Because, you, because only whites are being minimized... You, st you accuse me of minimizing. Uh, 
whites are the ones who are being minimized in this country and smeared as the bad guys. They're smearing the uh, founding that, fathers. That makes sense in all of branch to, to keep the economy down. I don't believe that white, white people should be smeared either, okay? Ah, that's nice. How, what's the percentage? Yeah. What's the percentage of of uh, the the people who built the country who were white? Would you say percentage? Would, I'm not James. Would I, it be north I, of I, Would it be north of ninety percent? Would it be north be of north of ninety five percent? That would be hard to say. How do you know that there were many Chinese who literally built the the, the railroads? I know, but the, we commission we hired those people to do that. Did you ever hear of Bass Reeves? I have heard Marshall that name. In, U.S. Marshal in the 1800s, literally, was was a legend in bringing uh, law and order to to the West when the West was being settled. I think William from so California were, has mentioned his his name before or something. There were uh, many. Would you many estimate? Would you guesstimate? Who, who contributed? Take a wild guesstimate. Would it be 99%, 95%, 90% white? Well, well James, Builders when the country was being, was, being, was being built, it was probably, I mean, I don't Fa- remember. The, the founding of America? Probably, probably 80% more white people. So, of course, it's going to be the majority of, of white people doing it, because there yeah. are a majority of white, of white people here, here in the country. Yeah. Talking about white culture, back, white back. civilization. Now, there are plenty of people who helped build this country, James. And they were living and in a... Please, and those pe- all of those people who, were, who helped? Nice. They were living in a white world, weren't they? A white country. Uh, they cooperated with the whites. They were living according to white culture. <laughs> <laughs> were they not? No, we'll, we'll disagree on that, too. What, they didn't cooperate with the whites? They didn't live in the white Christian American culture? They're building their own culture as well, James. It's not just a white culture that, that, that can be profitable and fruitful and good and all that. So those people, those people whose names you rattled off, they had their own culture. It was not, a, it was not American culture. Is that what they you're saying? They were helping to build American culture, which is not only just, just white. It is not my part. I don't know if you build culture. Building civilization. You yeah, absolutely to build, build a culture. I don't know if you build a culture. Uh, yeah, I mean, but they, but when you what, when you were talking about building, founding, setting up the country, and uh, uh-huh. making it great, that's maybe you're establishing a a the unif- United States of America that is supposed to be one culture. I mean, granted, there are some sub sub. Why are you wearing that degenerative shirt, <laughs> Bob? It's a good question, Billy Bob. Um, there are, there are many like, oh, there's the South, there's the North. Granted, we have a big, we have a big country with many subcultures in it. But are we are supposed to be Americans. So anybody who's building their own thing, that's not building America. Even if they're building it inside of America, that's not building America. I, I wouldn't. Why are you trying to divide? Nice. <laughs> you la- you laugh at it, but it's true. Diversity no, is division. They, they are simply different cultures, James, within America. Yes, we should I know, but those American, people but who they're... were building America were not building different cultures. They were building America. In uh, the white-dominated well, world, cooperating with the whites, they, had, they spoke English, I presume, and they... Uh, really? Have you ever been to New Orleans? 
New Orleans? I know, but those yeah. people didn't build anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, but anyway, nice try. Nice try. Yeah, okay. It's just, they're just facts, James. They're just facts. I only gave you facts, and I gave you truth, the big picture truth. Because you try to come in with all these exceptions as though that... Not exceptions, James. There's just reality and the truth of the matter. I know, but you can't, even, you can't even guesstimate. I've asked you, like, this is my third time, third chance I'm I've giving you. Said, guesstimate. I'd have to, I have to go back and look, but I'm estimating this. Probably 80% of the population but back then was, was white European. It was more than 80%. I would, be, I would bet you that it was more than 80%. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not yeah, I, 80% was in you, the you, you were wrong, Joe. Huh? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. New Orleans is disgusting, says John Frederick. <laughs> it's not just New Orleans. Actually, I agree on that. New Orleans is a decadent, disgusting city. Yeah. Of course, there are there are nice parts, but there's plenty of French speakers down there in Louisiana. Yep. Let me just double check for any super chats because uh, I don't like to miss stuff that are directed at you. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Joe. Yes, I know you love that. Yeah. Have a good day, James. All right. Bye. Um, let me get to Rick in Maine. Rick, how are you doing? Well, I'm doing okay, but, um, getting a little irritated with, uh, black folk like, uh, Joe from Phoenix trying to claim the blacks built this country. They had their hands in building this country. They were hired help. They did not. They did not build this country. You show me one picture of the founding fathers who signed the Constitution, put this country together, that has a black man in it. I'll say the same. They, they had their hands in building it, but they themselves, as an ethnicity, did not build this country. And yes, you're right. He's trying to divide. Right. He's trying to do the same thing that Obama did. Oh, yeah, that's his... Um, no, I won't see it. But, um, <laughs> you know, it just, it just amazes me that people have the audacity to say something like that. If you don't believe me, what I'm saying about constitutional group that signed the Constitution, research Mike Church and watch his cartoons. Maybe that's on your level, but it'll put you straight. Nice. You know, um, Chris says the word built is what's in contention here. Because these people, mm. there, were, there were blacks who were hired, or there were some yeah, enterprising... Like, uh, what's, what's that guy's name? Booker T. Washington. He, he built his own T. thing. Washington, yeah. He built his own thing. He wasn't trying to force integrate or anything like that. Similarly, right. I think yeah. that Frederick Douglass, I don't know much about him, but I don't think he was for this integration mess. No. Diversity mess. So. Yeah, if, it, if Joe says what's true, that a black fella designed the layout of Washington, D.C., then I'll give him that. You know, I'll, I'll credit him for that. 
Yeah. But total, total ignorance about saying the whites had nothing to do with building this country <laughs> when it was just exactly the opposite. Yeah, it's true. The blacks were hired to help yeah. the whites. We gave them shelter. They were compensated. We, we gave them shelter, food. How about a thank you? Yeah, how about that? Yeah. You know, that's something else right there that really irritates me, James. Uh -huh. All these people that are on all these people that are on welfare. The taxpayers, not the government, but the taxpayers that pay them their welfare does not even get a thank you card. <laughs> I know. Uh or just Amazing. some, how yeah, about some white appreciation? But no. Yeah. But no. No, none at all. That's what spoiling does. Spoiling makes people ungrateful. Yeah. Let me give and you a right, little... And rightly so, honestly, with, when you go down mm -hmm. to the welfare thing. That's right. Yeah, it's true. Go, what were you about let to say? Give you, let me give you a little quote that was given to me here a few days ago. Okay. And I'm going to tell you, this is exactly what it is. Fellow by the name of, uh, let me find it here. Sorry. Take now, Joe time. from Phoenix didn't say whites had no hand in it or anything like that. But that's the way that they, but they that's the way that it is. It. There's no, there's no acknowledgement. Of who built no, the country. No, they don't acknowledge it. Yeah. They, That's what in irritates fact, me. Yeah. We're talking about the culture at large. He, we're reacting to that more so than you specifically, Joe, from Phoenix. The All intellectual. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Supposed intellectual, intellectual. Right. All right. Followed by the name of Reed Hendricks. Okay. Has a channel on, has a channel on Rumble called Valor Ridge. I appreciate that. Don't don't do me a favor, Rick. Don't uh, name drop or plug other okay. stuff. But All you right. can share right. a, a good quote if you have one. I'll give you the quote. Okay. The lessons that we learn are written on the tombstones of others. Interesting. So, can you elaborate on that? I don't quite follow In other necessarily. Words, in other words, the people that have died for this country, including some of my family veterans, uh -huh. our freedoms are written on their tombstones. Meaning that we have our freedoms because of their They died deaths. for them. Yeah. There's some truth to that, I suppose. Thank you, man. All right. Thanks for the airtime. I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. All right. Take care. You too. Bye. Bye. We are past the top of the hour, guys. It's time for some music. I disavow it. I disavow it. More hidden cameras for you guys. The hidden cameras. And, uh, well, I'll mention the name of this song. It's called Ban Marriage. But I'm not going to mention anything else. <laughs> uh, all right. Enjoy, press mute, 
leave the room, kids, I guess. This one isn't as bad as yesterday's. I guess. Maybe it is. Don't listen too closely to the lyrics. It's disgusting. But here it is, and I'll see you for the rest of hour two um, shortly. I'm about to leave the room, too. Nice. <laughs> here it is.
isn't that nice, guys. What a trash beach, Hank. You'll like Florida, says Dale. Well, uh, you don't like, uh, HB? The Beach Boys sing about that beach, I think. This is like a gay early 2000s copy of the Beach Boys. That may be what it is. What a mess. Not too bad, Hake. Hmm, not too bad, Hake, says, uh, whatever. Says, uh, Apocalypse Bear. Not whatever. OC is a lot nicer than LA beaches, I agree. Um... Lord H. Sizzle says, whenever Hake is done playing his little music, a guy on a boat goes to that offshore platform where it is, then... S- what? <laughs> oh. That's funny. I think he's talking about my music. Sent where it is then sent down to the ocean depths to be forgotten forever. Hake's little music? <laughs> sent down in the bottom of the ocean? Can't they pump more oil? Yeah, we're looking at the video... At the video feed that we played during the music, it was, I believe, an oil rig out in the sea. Good lyrics, says Ramrod. I disagree. I disavow. Hank is about to polish off a bottle of sink water. Tap water. Anyway, evil Christian music, it is definitely not Christian. Maybe he was marginally so at one point. I'm not sure. Malibu's nice. Yeah, that's true. Hake, your music hasn't changed. It's still horrible. Very unchristian music. Indeed, Isaiah. Shameful. Happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate it. Luca says, it's all right. Okay. Oh, I did see that I went over to Google.com, and I found, indeed, they are so-called honoring pride and supporting the LGBTQ plus community, so-called community, which it's not a community, uh, in their delusion, in their evil. What an evil person, right? If Google is a person, what an evil bunch of people. Super chats from streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. Based America First states with, on Streamlabs, the teacher who left the door unlocked at Robb Elementary School said she thought the door was locked when closed. This is the Uvalde school shooting. Nice of her lawyer to advise her to blame administration maintenance for a malfunctioning lock. Who doesn't check the lock knowing a gunman is outside? A scared woman who can't handle pressure, I suggest. That's what I suggest. Women teachers. Sometimes they're decent teachers for the kids, but uh, what a mess. Um, Based America First states, Benjamin Benneker was the son of a freed slave. Does that mean slavery was actually good? No slavery, no Benneker. Shout out to the slaves and the slave owners and the slave trade. Some beautiful history, right? It's not ugly history. Stephen Absolution, thank you, Based America First. Stephen Absolution with another super chat. Thanks for the history lesson and the correction. Very appreciative. Very much appreciate you, brother. More cowbell, though. Shout out to Chris. That's white Chris. Kickflip, galaxy brain, Chris. Who was going off during the break against uh, Joe from Phoenix. Do you want to comment on, on this? Uh, let's, this was pretty good commentary here. Chris is on, the, sure, on yeah, with yeah. us. 
yeah, I mean, I, I always find it fascinating that, you know, it's, I called it just willful ignorance that, you know, w- when we make these, they're pretty vague, like general, we're like, oh yeah, whites built America, it's, it's a white country. Yeah. And then without fail, you know, you check the comments or, you know, this is a call-in show, so you get somebody to call in like, well, actually, <laughs> uh, let me give you X, Y, and Z. It, it, they just feign ignorance that, like, they think I can't comprehend that, like, black people or a- any non-white was, like, in America at, at any time. Like, yeah. I, I'm not saying there wasn't, like, a, a black person here in the 1700s or even the 1600s, whatever. You know, whenever we started coming over here as the colonies and, you know, Plymouth Rock and all that stuff. They just immediately go to, no, 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 it, it was actually the non-whites that built this country. <laughs> and I mean, I, I told you, like, what's in contention is, is the word built. Right. They immediately go to, like, labor, like hard labor. Yeah. Even that, I would, I would put the majority of the labor to the whites. Yeah. Like, they can, they'll say the, the Asians or the Chinese, whoever, built the railroads. Uh-huh. Which again, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I, they might have made up a maybe even a large part of the hard labor force. But I mean, you're sort of just neglecting, like how things get done. It's top down, like right. You know exactly. The Chinese didn't just come over here and start building railroads. Like where where did they get the steel? Where you know where do you get the the parts? Yeah. You know. We, we had to get all these things. We had to come. Sorry, white people had to come up with the idea of a railroad. Yeah. Can, it's like, can, it's can like, you not fathom that? Yeah. It's like Trump has built many, many towers and properties, right? No, he, he, built, he didn't actually, well, actually build the towers. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so silly. Like, right. like you know, oh, Jeff, Jeff Bezos, he, he built Amazon. Well, actually, uh, like his, his, you know... His technical team, you know, his development team built, shut up, shut up, shut up, stop, right. stop, stop. <laughs> it, it's just absolute nonsense. And it's just, I was telling you, it, it's a combination of like arrogance and jealousy. It's just, you can't see it as just a matter of fact. Right. Or you can't just let it be. Like, usually, like I said, when we're talking about whites building America, we're just speaking generally. Yeah. Like, we're just talking. But even then, I, I don't want to, I don't even want to concede any ground. I know. <laughs> actually there. Yeah. They, non-whites played a small part. I would almost, maybe not insignificant, but very small part. Yeah. Uh, in helping with, again, the laborious, uh, you know, the very tedious. Even if every laborer labor. was, was of so-called of color. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, again, it's a top... Like you said, top down. It's a top down thing. Yep. You know, they, you know, just generally speaking, like the idea of the railroad. So you have to come up with, to build something like that. Yeah. They had to come up with all the stuff. You think they just started building the railroads (laughs) willy-nilly? Like you have to test these things. There's R&D. You have to go through all the parts. Now you, the white man, says, okay, non-white person, here's the blueprints, here's how you use the tools, here's how you do X, Y, and Z. Now build the thing. 
And when you say we built the country, it's, it's also we set it up. Like they, though the founders yes. set it up. They set it up to be like an attractive, beautiful place to live. Well, it's, it's functioning. No, it's non tangible things as right. well. Yeah, non tangible things. You you were mentioning culture. You know, you're mentioning you know the non tangible things. Um, you know, sort of just like the spirit of the nation, the the language. Yeah, Nick Nick is saying in the chat like grossly simplifying. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, they, they come up with, like, these one-off examples <laughs> of, of a thing, you know, a thing. And, you know, what about, again, you know, this, the adventure, the, the safety that we, you know, created, the, the communities themselves, yeah. you know, these – Right. The, the, fa the families, uh -huh. uh, you know, this is back to, like, more tangible things. But, again, the culture itself, like – America's culture is not Japanese, it's not Middle Eastern, it's not African. It's it's barely, you know, European is, you know, giving it a broad brush. Right. It's very specific. You know, uh, it reminds me of the Obama line. Joe from Phoenix is a big Obama fan. And Obama fa infamously said, if you have a business, you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. Somebody had to build the roads. We have the income tax to... Uh, have the police force to keep the community safe to we have the uh, somebody built the water pipes so you're building somebody else made that happen <laughs> just completely downplaying and denigrating and diminishing the the business owners who build businesses yeah there's other people who are not building anything so yeah yeah what a I, mess absolutely i mean again you're it's an over simplification or like it's an, an over overreach is actually you know what it is like yeah. in this case what, what we're talking about you know again it's just like we're just free we're just free men talking over here just talking <laughs> about what it is you know white country white people built it and like well actually <laughs> you know they race in race in like, i don't immediately get on the phone yeah. no 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 it, it wasn't it wasn't this or it wasn't that and, Give me and a break. Jason from Buffalo, he complained about the caller, the frequent JLP caller, Jason from Buffalo, New York. Yeah. His problem is not a lack of intelligence, although that is a symptom he has. His problem is a, a closed mind and a hard heart towards the truth. He, yeah. has a, he has a issue with whites, Christians, and Jesse. So yeah. he's not open. That's his issue. Brandon yeah. M. gave a super chat. A blind squirrel occasionally finds a nut. Congrats to Joe for finding his nut. The dozen or so blacks who did something beneficial. <laughs> nice, Brandon M. Right on. Well, and uh, another thing, and I, we talk about this a lot. I know Je Jesse talks about this a lot. When you say something, and I'll, I'll just give a quick example. I like apples. And then, James, you would respond, well, do you hate oranges? Right. It's like, I'm not even talking about that. I just said I love apples. Right. I so know. it's like white people build the country. What about the black people? You hate black people? Well, I wasn't talking about them. Yeah. So, you know, buzz off. Right. How about that? It's true. <laughs> you know. People, ha people lack, even intellectuals, people who get hung up on these things, they lack the ability to listen to what you're actually saying, but they jump to conclusions about what you're saying. Yeah. And it's the most dishonest false judgment, too. 
Like when Trump said they're rapists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said all Mexicans are rapists. No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, that, that's a real problem. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you would, like, you immediately launch to that. Like, usually these bleeding heart liberals, you know, rape is like one of their main things. Not if it's a Mexican. By yeah. a Mexican. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they call it a, a Arizona man. Yeah. <laughs> committed a rape against a child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you would think they would kind of be all over right. uh, an issue like that, but... Uh, nope. No. Uh, and la- last thing uh, to go on the Jason from Buffalo thing. That's, that's another thing I noticed. I, I don't know if it's, it's always been like this or maybe it's just been happening more in the last decade or so. He's asking, what is a white person? I know. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Right. Dude? And then he immediately goes into the uh, like the really deep minutia, the trivial things. Yeah. Like, oh, it, you know, Italians, Jews. And it's like, well, again, you're, you're going to the like bottom of the barrel. Right. Like, let's start with the, the overarching. Right. Like very general. Like, what is a white person? Well, They're, you could pretty much just with your eyeballs. Just right. Tell. Yeah, he's trying to obscure. That's what the it's a typical evil person mind yeah. is to try to muddy, muddy the waters. Yep. Yeah. Oh well, what even is what even is a white person? It's like okay. It's like the gays can't have children by in their gay gayality, right? Right. Well, what about the uh, and marriages for ha- having a family? Yeah. What about the people who can't have babies? That's just muddying the water. Right. The, it's a totally different the, situation. The, I, you know, I don't want to like start throwing out numbers, but the right. <laughs> extremely low number of people who cannot have children. Right. The <laughs> trivial, you yeah. know, number of people who can't who can't have children. Okay, give me a break, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. They they immediately go to. Well, I mean, this is the case with a lot of things. Yeah, they just immediately go to the uh, the just sort of. Abstract, almost. I know. Just like worst case scenario. Yeah. Lord H. Sizzle with the super chat says, "Hey, hey, picking cotton back in the day was really hard work, and it is still showing its effect on today's generation. Even newborns are brought into this world feeling tired and exhausted." <laughs> yeah, there's a word that I learned from the Mexicans that I that I'm not supposed to repeat, <laughs> but it came to mind for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right on. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, thank you. Kathy in California is on the line. Kathy, how are you doing? Hi, James. I'm great. How are you? Doing fine. Thank you. Nice. So I'm calling about um, your hero, my hero as well, Sheriff Joe Arpaio. Yeah, a living hero. That is cool. (laughs) A living hero. Yep, he's running for mayor of Fountain Hills, Arizona, so... Uh, maybe Joe from Phoenix will vote for him. <laughs> are they? Are people from Phoenix allowed to vote for Fountain Hills f- mayors? Maybe he's I from. Don't know. Is Fountain Hills <laughs> in the Phoenix area? Yes. Okay. Cool. Maybe he is specifically from. I wonder if Joe from Phoenix is a fan of uh, Joe Arpaio. Oh, uh, that's a good question. Joe Arpaio looked into Barack Obama's birth certificate, and uh, yeah. he claimed it, and, without evidence that it was forged according to Wikipedia. But I saw, I saw what looked like evidence. It looked like yeah, evidence to me. 
I don't yes, know if he was able to. Um, uh, one of his, um, uh, oh, he deputized someone, and he went to uh, Hawaii to look into it and found out it was a forgery. And everyone, anyone who's uh, surrounded that birth cert- certificate, ended up, you know, getting yeah. ended up dead. <laughs> Really? Oh my gosh! Yeah. So the guy who whom he deputized has he died too? No, no, not him. Oh, good. But uh, people who actually knew the truth, and yeah. Wow, interesting. So I, have a, I have a quote for you. Okay. From Sheriff Joe, um, I am the constitutionally and legitimately elected sheriff, and I absolutely refuse to surrender my responsibility to the federal government. And that means he's for the people. He's going to stand up for the people. Yeah. That's cool. And he does. That is one yeah, Italian saved. whom I really appreciate. Joe yeah, he saved, and he saved Maricopa County thousands of dollars a year in um, uh, implementing things. Yeah. That, like turning underwear pink. Right. <laughs> I have a personal story. Um, involving pink handcuffs. I mean, I couldn't figure out what police department would um, paint their handcuffs pink. Because in my job, you know, I use handcuffs. Okay. And and the um, the um, prisoners would joke about who was going to end up with the pink handcuffs. <laughs> and I didn't know who Joe Apio was at the time. <laughs> but um, I thought later on when I found out, I was like, that's where they came from. Sometimes you forget to get your handcuffs back. Um, from different agencies, and wow. he even painted the handcuffs pink. It was funny. That is funny. He Joe Arpaio is turning 90. If he makes it to mid-June, June 14th, he will be 90 this month. Wow. And uh, I saw him at AFPAC. It was nice. one of my favorite speeches at AFPAC. It was cut short. I mean, everybody was talking long, and he was the second-to-last guy before Nick Fuentes spoke. Uh, but I really appreciated you know, just his personality is just perfect. He's a man. JLP yes, has interviewed yes. him many times over the years. Um, I, I would love to meet him myself. Chris from Arizona, my sister, she yeah. had a chance to meet him. Got um, a book signed for you, and I yeah. thought that was kind of neat. I do, too. That is cool. Yeah, he's, he's living over there in Fountain Hills, so that's cool. I appreciate that he... Even in, even at nearly ninety years old, he's still active. Uh, yeah. He's he's not one to just sit back and retire. Well, you know, there's some who don't retire who should or should just get out of the you know the country or the uh, government, like Nancy Pelosi and a lot I of agree. these people, <laughs> Sleepy Joe Biden. But he's an he's an honorable man as far as I can tell, and I really appreciate him. His wife died just last year. In 2021, a- Ava or Ava? Ava, Ava, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that is cool. I hope you have him on, on your show one of these days. I hope so, too. I need to, I feel like I want to read more of his book. I know. You know? <laughs> you want to be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to the Audible. It's really oh, good. Oh, yeah. I think you mentioned that to me last time. Yes, it really is good because um, Who when reads it? President Trump... I'm sorry? Who reads his Audible book? Is, um, do you know the voice? Oh, no, I can't remember. Okay, no problem. 
But you were about to say about about Trump or something? Oh, yeah. So in the book, he puts Trump's speech in it. And on the Audible, it's actually Trump's voice on saying, telling the speech. And it just... It, oh, that's cool. It's, yeah, it really is. It came out really nice. That is nice. Um, man, I'm just looking at his Twitter and stuff. It's just kind of heartwarming. We need, we need to return to that type of uh, strength. And uh, yes, so- being solid, unmovable. Yes. That's cool. Yes. Thanks again, Kathy. And Great to hear from you. Maybe see you in a, in a couple of months at, uh, if you make I it to Straight Pride. I will see you at <laughs> nice. Absolutely. I'll be there. All right. Take care. Have a great day. You as well. Bye. Bye. Wow. Um, were you wondering... I just put these photos... I, no, I didn't put these photos in the folder. I wonder what Monica Lewinsky has to say about Amber Heard, said nobody sensible. But Vanity Fair and Pocket sure found it noteworthy, headline-worthy. Um, con- what's that thing? What is it called when you uh, curate-worthy? Curating-worthy? <laughs> Monica went... Monica Lewinsky's verdict on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? We are all guilty. Speak for yourself, woman. And this is a report from the far-left Enemies of America, Vanity Fair. The fake news media, the enemy of the people. Trump's so right about that. And Monica Lewinsky, if you're, n- if you're not already aware, which most of you probably are, she is the lady, and I may use the term loosely, with whom, I believe it's a fact, Bill Clinton, the liar, while president, cheated on his wife. Adultery. With, with this uh, 20, early 20s-year-old, at the time, intern or something. Vulgar, so-called sexual, perverted acts they committed together. Oh, it's a, it's a disproportionate power. You can't say no to the president. Yeah, right. She knew it was wrong, Monica Lewinsky, but somehow she's, somehow she's looked up to or listened to for moral sense from the likes of Vanity Fair. And she wrote an article in Vanity Fair talking about gossip and news and... And, uh, cause she was subject to gossip and jokes. She was the butt of many jokes. And, uh, so she said that she was kind of voyeuristically interested in the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp t- trial. Amber Heard being the actress, the fake Me Too actress who smeared Johnny Depp, who is an actor, very famous actor, and underhandedly along with the evil ACLU. Um, smeared Johnny Depp and men with this fake domestic violence attack. Fake domestic violence uh, propaganda. It's propaganda to smear the men. 
So sick. You know who else was promoting this stuff? The failing New York Slimes. Which I don't think I put this in the, in the article, but in the uh, folder here. But TikTok's Amber Heard hate machine. The failing New York Slimes. This is from May 26th. Television turned the celebrity trial into a 24-hour tabloid spectacle. Social media made it a sport. And it's written by this Amanda Hess woman who said, I did not follow the defamation trial between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. It followed me. And she complains about how the TikTok people were going after Amber Heard and not Johnny Depp. Boycott Disney was a hashtag for a while. Eager to capitalize off of Depp's status as a fallen Disney franchise star because Disney did the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, right? But they didn't hire him back for any more. Well, honestly, I was sick of it after the first one. The first one was good. Enough. Good enough. Whatever. He, he was the actor who played Captain Jack Sparrow, you know. Um, but Disney doesn't like to be, stand for what's right, so they... Abandon men who are accused of mess, right? There was a funny thing. Johnny Depp doodles in court. He can't remember the names of his own movies. <laughs> so what? But exhibits show supporting Amber Heard's claims like a video she recorded of Johnny Depp pouring himself a gigantic cup of wine and violently smashing glasses in their kitchen one morning are stripped of evidentiary value and bandied about as memes. Every each day of the trial begins with Depp fans convening online and joking about downing their breakfast mega prints of wine. Mega pints of wine. And the people who are the people who are they they dismiss these people as Johnny Depp fans. But normal people can see that Amber Heard is a mess. But the media are not normal people. They're not normal Christians. They're not normal whites. They are enemies of America. It's true. It's a fact. And of men. And of uh, actual justice. You know what else is gross? It's promoted by the far-left enemies of America Twitter. It's disgusting. This I put in the folder just, just now. Madonna's black adopted son... In a dress. Cover your eyes, kids, or leave the room, children, and uh, people with a weak stomach, you might want to throw up. Far left Twitter promotes, promoted this as trending. Madonna's son wears an update of Madonna's, Madonna the singer, you know, pop singer, vulgar woman. Old, by the way, she's old, she's like 60, 60 something. I mean, it's not that old, okay, 60-something-year-old people who, and 70-something-year-old people and 80-something-year-old people. But I'm talking about she's old to be acting all, trying to be sexy and stuff like that. Nasty. Sorry, kids. You should be covering your eyes and ears. Um, At a boxing match, Madonna and her son, 16-year-old, a 16-year-old minor. This is, David Banda is the name of her 16-year-old adopted black son. We're knockouts at the title fight between whoever and whoever, Gervonta Davis and Rolando Romero in Brooklyn, New York. 16-year-old David Banta, a minor, 
wore an Adidas ex Gucci dress. A man, a male in a dress, underage, inspired by the one Madonna wore in 1993. And I have these pics from Huffington Post tweeted out. Look, oh. at least he's wearing tennis shoes. Are those tennis shoes? But ah, uh. <coughs> ah. Uh. Uh, it's the one that Madonna wore at the 1993 Sleepless in Seattle premiere. So said People magazine. Was she in Sleepless in Seattle? Or am I confusing this with something else? 16-year-old David Banta's look appeared to promote a re-envisioning of this picture. Of this, of the uh, outfit in this picture. And it looks like, uh, Madonna walking around with is that that fat, disgusting pig? To quote Trump. <laughs> Is that, what's her name from League of, League of Their Own? F- feminist dykey lady? Sorry, kids. Uh, I use the term lady loosely. Rosie O'Donnell? Is that Rosie? I think that's Rosie O'Donnell. I think they did hang out. I heard that Madonna and Rosie used to come to or attended... Uh, interesting, interesting. I, I don't know if I can say that. But anyway, re-envision the collaboration between Adidas and Gucci, with the latter calling Madonna and the Suns pairing a past-meets-present moment. Here's that past Madonna rocking the look 29 years ago, when she was actually young-ish. Rosie O'Donnell, with Rosie O'Donnell. Mother and son appeared to enjoy their walk down Madonna's memory lane, writes the Huffington Post, which is a disgusting outlet. Promoted by Twitter, by the way. Far-left enemies of America, Twitter. I'm shaking my head. Perhaps that should come as no surprise. He's the one I have most in common with, Madonna once said of 16-year-old, or maybe he was younger than that when she said this, um, David Banda. whom Madonna and her ex-husband, the movie maker guy, director, whatever his name is, Guy Ritchie. You guys familiar with Guy Ritchie? Adopted from Malawi. Malawi? 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 In 2006. Oops. When he must have been a baby. Malawi, country in East Africa. East Africa. So they adopt little African kids. The material girl singer has six kids. I feel like he gets me, Madonna added. He has more of my DNA than any of my children so far. What's she mean by that? Is that, is that true? I thought that she had like a 13-year-old son, well, who's like got to be 18, 19 now. 20, 21 maybe even. Rocco? Rocco? Richie. I think he has more DNA. <laughs> Born in 2000, age 21. Uh, and that Rocco is white. Or is he Italian? I don't know. But anyway, I don't know what she meant by that. A year ago, uh, I guess 15 at the time, 15-year-old David Banda 
adoptive son, black son of uh, poor. I wonder what Guy Ritchie thinks of this stuff. Is Guy Ritchie degenerate like this? Um, modeled address, 15-year-old David Banda a year ago. I'm presuming he was 15. Modeled address to millions of views on Madonna's Instagram. Exploitative mother, huh? Evil mother prompting her to write, confidence is everything. Yeah, okay, it's real confident for a 15-year-old black boy to be wearing, wearing a dress on your Instagram page. That's not confident. That's, that's the wrong kind of confidence, if that's confidence in any sense. Oh, don't say that. That's gross, Ramrod. Don't say that. <laughs> that's funny. Terrible. I can't read it. I can't even... I cannot even... Uh, ugh. <laughs> talking about DNA. But anyway. Um, thank you guys for bearing with me through that disgusting Madonna story. Um, here's a little headline that uh, Pocket is promoting on women. A helpful, hopeful guide to uh, talking to kids about welcoming refugees. And this is probably not just for parents, but also for uh, teachers, female teachers or female-minded teachers. Every child deserves a warm welcome and a chance to welcome others as well. This is pro-refugee propaganda. I am not pro-refugee. They need to go to the country next door to them, not be coming up here. And if you're a Mexican, go down to... Guatemala. <laughs> uh, I love the Mexican people. It's an article written by Jennifer Jackson and Myrie Whitehall. When it comes to talking about, to kids about difficult, topic, difficult topics from the news, parents' first instincts are often to protect their little ones from complicated concepts like refugee resettlement. They should expose them. They should have them read assigned reading refugee Resettlement Watch. Read that. RefugeeResettlementWatch.org. Ann Corcoran. Oh, man, she hasn't really updated for a while. Wonder what Ann Corcoran is up to now. Hope she's okay. Haven't seen any, don't see any new activity uh, since February. But she has a lot of content. She got her website taken down by evil WordPress, I think, at one point. Years, perhaps decades of content. So I don't know. Uh, is, she still, uh, is she still on Twitter? I don't know. But anyway, this is propaganda, and it's evil, and these people don't belong here. Think about the people who have been refugees, female refugees from other countries, uh, like that evil woman who became so-called Secretary of State here in America under Bill Clinton, the first female Secretary of State, a refugee. Not a Christian either. I mean, she was, her parents maybe pretended like they were Catholics to avoid persecution as Jewish people. But that woman, Madeleine Albright, a refugee woman, messing up America. You know who else is a refugee? Uh... Ilhan Omar, messing up America. Somali, Somalian, by way of Kenya. Disgusting. 
Teach the children. <laughs> Teach the children to hate the refugees. No. Don't hate them. But don't be accepting them. Don't be suckers. This is sucker mindset. Sucker propaganda. And by sucker... I mean another word that Nick used last Friday that I, I don't like to use too much, but sometimes I do use it. So sick. <sighs> Speaking of teaching the children, there's another, I'm just plowing through some of these, some of these little headline things that just caught my eyes. This is from Kami Nonsense Network. Um, fire that woman! <laughs> Nick says, maybe I don't like using it either. Huh? You don't know. Fire that bleep. Whoop that truck. This is from Kami Nonsense Network. Imagine this. First grade, first grade teacher goes viral for items that she, brought, that she bought in the event of an active shooter. Crayons, books, a bulletproof backpack. See what other items this teacher has in her classroom to protect her students. And it's this Asian woman, uh, first grade teacher, Kel looks like an Asian anyway, mix maybe, Kelsey Vidal, first grade teacher, posted a series of TikToks hoping to inspire safety ideas for others. Uh, maybe I'll show it to you another time, but it's, uh, what is her TikTok? Mrs. Vidal 5 or Mrs. Vidal 6 on TikTok. MRS VIDAL number 6 I think. MRS VIDAL number 6. So she's a mess promoting this. Well, I don't know. Promoting herself. Sick, huh? Sick. Terrible. You know, there is a story if I have I have five minutes left here that I want to share. Okay, let's see. You guys want to hear about Star Wars? No, let me cover this Chicago school since we're teach talking about the children. Here is this story from Breitbart that I did not get to yesterday about this Chicago high school to implement race-based grading system. A race-based grading system. And it's, it was reported May 31st by Penny Starr in Breitbart. A high school in Chicago is implementing a race-based grading system to adjust classroom grading scales to account for skin color or ethnicity of its students. The move is necessary, advocates say, because traditional grading practices perpetuate inequalities. So said a slide in, used in the presentation. I have some headlines. I think I have some headlines on this. And this Twitter, Twitter account called Free Black Thought. They're intellectuals, apparently. I think, at, I think at first they were mocking it, but then they were like, let's steel man this argument, which is the opposite of straw man, the other extreme of straw man, pretending that it's a legitimate thing to do. Um, students, depending on their race, according to Breitbart, which may or may not have this story correct, will not be held accountable for missing class, misbehaving in school, or failing to turn in assignments. Excuse me. Pardon me. Uh, free black thought. Free black thought. Read about the Oak Park River Forest High School's new equitable grading policies here, and they share an article. OPRF to implement... 
Oak Park, whatever, um, River Forest High School. To implement race-based grading system 2022 to 2023 school year, according to West Cook News. And they claim that uh, West Cook News exaggerates this story. I don't know if that's true. But here are the facts as laid out by West Cook News on this story. School board members discussed the plan called Transformative Education Professional Development and Grading at a meeting May 26th. Assistant Superintendent for Student Learning, Laurie Fiorenza. That already sounds bad. A woman promoting transformative education, professional development, and grading. The plan calls what the leaders describe as competency-based grading, eliminating zeros from the gradebook. You get a zero. Encouraging and rewarding growth over time. Teachers are being instructed how to measure student growth, quote-unquote, while keeping school leaders' political ideology in mind by training teachers to remove the non-academic factors, this is the key, to their grading practices and recognize what, when personal biases manifest. Districts can pro- proactively signal a clear commitment toward DEIJ, diversity, equity, inclusion, and what's the J being, what's J stand for? What is, J? oh, justice, social justice. Diversity, equity, inclusion, social justice. Disgusting, huh? So disgusting. Teachers may unintentionally let non-academic factors like student behavior, meaning misbehavior, or whether a student showed up to virtual class, you know, uh, tardiness, truancy, skipping class, ditching, interfere with their final evaluation of students. Traditional student grades include non-academic criteria which apply to real life, by the way, that not reflect student that do not reflect student learning gains, including participation and on time, on time, on time homework submission. <laughs> you know. Oh, I got you know the Hake report every day, Monday through Friday, nine to eleven. Oh, let me start at four. Imagine that. Well, some people do live like that. <laughs> no offense. Um, ridiculous. School districts across the United States are experimenting with getting rid of 0 to 100 point scales and other strategies to keep missed assignments from dramatically bringing down overall grades, according to a March far-left Enemies of America Associated Press report. Others are allowing students to retake tests and turn in work late. So you retake a test, you already know what's going to be on the test. Uh, or turn in work late. Okay, that doesn't really work in the real world. You miss a deadline, you're fired! Under, in many cases. Also coming under scrutiny are extra credit assignments that can favor students with more advantages, meaning whites. <laughs> uh... Brad Beadle of San or Beadle of Santa Clara, California, said he's stopped giving zeros in deducting points for late work, as well as allowing students to unlimited retakes for quizzes and tests. I'm shaking my head. This Fiorenza woman uh, called for a switch to race-based grading last August after issuing a report chronicling, chronicling a spike in F grades by those, the students at her school in the 2020 to 2021 school year. (laughs) 
Uh, Chris says, they assume the ones missing assignments are as smart as the ones who don't miss assignments, who are doing all the work. Reminds me of putting the illegals ahead of the people who wait their turn, or ahead of the actual citizens. Real Americans? I am shaking my head. Uh, the administration of this school will adopt language that makes it makes and keeps the system visible. This is so womanly, female-minded. I mean, not decent woman. And uh, intellectual, phony. It's sick. Recognize the unique challenges faced during the pandemic. In- intensify the need for a systemic approach to confront the racial and socioeconomic discrepancies. Such affirmative action, so sick. The failure rate was 77% for black students, 49% for Hispanic students, 27% for Asians, and 25% for white students. Wow, that's a failure rate for scholastic aptitude test, SAT, I guess. 38% of sophomores fail, according to the Illinois State Board of Education. Anyway, interesting, huh? This has been the Hake Report. Thank you for joining. I will hopefully see you tomorrow on Friday for more mess. Catch the archive Sunday service from yesterday, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. And uh, catch my appearance if you're interested, thehakereport.com slash appearances. And I may have a guest tomorrow. That might be fun. So be tuned. Tuned in. Thanks and take care, guys. Appreciate it.